0: wellnesspreneurs, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? It's time to pull up a seat and align your third eye on the prize. Each week, we will have conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B. My name is Jessica Cross, and I am so excited to link arms with you and get started. Let's dive in. Susan Vyshek Johnson is a psychotherapist by trade who has joyfully stepped into her sacred space as a sound and Reiki master. Susan weaves her essence as an intuitive empath into her trainings as a clinical social worker, a psychotherapist, a certified sound therapy practitioner and meditation teacher, and as a Reiki master. She co-creates spaces for healing in collaboration with me. Yours truly in the Sound Academy. And she's created sacred sounds to clear energetic blocks. She creates opportunities for you to align to your divine essence and connect with your creativity while you ignite your passion for your life and your relationships. I can't wait to share this episode with you. Let's take a listen. Well, hey, Susan. It's so good oh, to be here with hello, you. Oh,
1: lovely Jessica.
0: Thanks for taking some time to chat with us today. I'm so glad oh you're my here. Gosh.
1: You're so welcome. I'm so honored to be on your podcast.
0: Well, I knew when I was starting this, I was like, I had a very short list of people that I wanted to ask, and you are at the very top. So oh, I'm just glad you're here.
1: <laughs> you're so welcome. I'm so happy to be here with you.
0: Well, uh, we heard a little bit about you when we were starting the, the episode today, um, but I, I want to kind of kick it off because you have such an interesting journey as to how you got to where you are today. And I'm kind of curious if you can tell us a bit about how sound and meditation
1: entered your life. Oh, I'm happy to share that story with you. Um, It's kind of um, twofold. I'll have to say about meditation. I actually learned to meditate when I was about 16. It was part of uh, my training. I was a competitive swimmer and I had this very forward thinking coach and he brought in an expert um, in training, but they didn't call it meditation at the time, but it was all about breathing, about visualizing and about being very centered in the moment of the race and I used that for years but only when I was competing Hmm. and then as I moved through college and early career I only used it when I was struggling when I was feeling anxious Um, I think the missing link when I was taught this was we weren't taught that this was an everyday tool to use it was a tool to use for certain occasions so we can fast forward, I'm just moving through life, you know, I'm working um, in my trade in my field as a psychotherapist, just grooving along. Um, and then I have a life altering moment when my father passes away, and spending the time with with him and with my family was this very spiritual experience. And I have to say, when I started talking about it, it felt odd to say that this experience was spiritual, but it truly was. And it brought me to ground of, what is my soul's purpose in this in this world? And I just asked that question and let it be. So I had been going on retreat with my mom and her friends from college. So shortly after my dad's passing, we were on retreat and there was a woman uh, named Pam, who's a sound therapist. And so she led a meditation class using the bowls. I thought it was wonderful. And afterwards, she and her husband said, Oh, we've got time. Let's, let's go check out all of our bowl collection and you can play with the bowls. And so her husband had me stand in a huge bowl and then he put a bowl on my head. And so someone was striking the bowl. I was standing in the bowl on my head, but then he had a bowl in his hand and he walked around me and these vibrations and i just remember swaying back and forth with no effort on my part just the vibrations swaying me back and forth but i still wasn't convinced that this was anything other than (laughs) oh this is cute so i was with one of my mom's friend targi and she's a total skeptic she doesn't believe in any of this well, Pam said, "Targi, let me put this bowl on your head. And I'm like, this is, this is getting even weirder. <laughs> it was fun to sway. I'm, I'm literally on my phone checking on Amazon. Oh, can I buy a bowl on Amazon? I'll just try it out. So Pam said, Susan, why don't you put the bowl on your head? And I'm like, sure. Okay. So she put a large third eye bowl upside down on my head, she struck it once and this electrical bolt just ran across my forehead. She struck it twice, multiple bolts of electricity just zooming across my forehead. She she struck that bolt a third time and tears are running down my eyes. And we just sat and the bowl just vibrated and vibrated all the way down to my feet. And she took the bowl off and she said, "How was that?" And when I could speak because I was, I had tears, I was vibrating. Finally, my response was, What was that? <laughs> and she said, You know, just sit with this for a while. And I had the bowl in my hand and I looked at her and I said, I don't think I can let go of this bowl. I felt this instant connection to this bowl and the energy. And she said, you know what, just keep it with you. And when it's time to leave, if you decide you want to keep it, just let me know and we'll make arrangements. So that was my very first bowl. I still use it, I have it. I use it with every sound session, every sound bath. If I need to put a bowl on my head, I use this third eyeball. But I have to tell you, Jessica, when I came back to Austin, I thought, I can't let go of this. I have to figure out what is sound, what is vibration, and how can I bring this into my everyday life? So I go to the yoga studio, and I start asking around, and people start throwing out this name, Everett. Like, Who is Everett? And everybody I spoke to said, oh, you need to talk to Everett. You need to talk to Everett. So the other thing that happened was I enrolled in a meditation teacher training institute. Um, And so I'm starting that, actually when I was on this retreat with the bowl in my head, I got my acceptance letter for the institute. So I come back to Austin, I'm starting this program, but I have to find out about sound. And so as I'm going through this intensive training for meditation, I meet Everett Allen, our sound teacher, and I go through level one training. And oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever been the same after level one sound therapy training. (sighs) So for a while, I just let it be. I finished my meditation uh, training and I was using sound in my home using sound for my own practice Um, and then I started integrating it into uh, my meditation classes and then I started integrating it into my psychotherapy sessions and this is when everything shifted again you know I'd been practicing psychotherapy for 25 years by that time I had a system down you know (laughs) i i knew what i was doing and then sound and i started with just transitions using sound uh, to move from the outside world to being in the therapy room to transition back out again i just started with this and we were using sound but i started noticing changes with my clients I started noticing central nervous system was slowing down. I started noticing that words were not so difficult. So I started bringing sound in more and more with my psychotherapy clients, and was noticing this clear these clear shifts with my clients and the work we were doing. And then began noticing that some of my clients were getting relief without using words. Mm. By sitting within the sound and the vibration, the blocked energy was shifting. And I thought, what is happening? This is the energy of sound and vibration, that it's moving all of the stored energy that is just hanging around in our system. with no place to go, it started moving and people were getting relief. So then I started thinking about energy. So that led me to Reiki and Reiki training and becoming a Reiki master. Um, And so all of these things just started working together and working together. So things just kept shifting. And I had done one thing for so long and coming from this spiritual experience with my father, moving into sound and meditation, um, I started opening to the flow of things and stopped trying to control and was really tapping into just for today, where is my soul taking me today? And just for today, what is my soul's purpose? Uh, So I I like to attribute that sound really open doors to me being able to hear my soul's purpose. So we'll just fast forward that eventually I closed my psychotherapy practice. I, I still integrate all of the skills and knowledge in being a psychotherapist um, into sound and energy sessions with clients um, and working on moving this stuck energy that keeps us stuck in our lives. It keeps us stuck in our, our patterns, our old relationships, ways of being that may have served us at one time, but are no longer serving us. And I feel like individually, that's what we're doing. And as a collective, we're trying to shed these ways of being that no longer serve us, And I feel like sound really contributes because the vibrations are gently just moving, moving this energy through for exactly what you need in this moment.
0: Mm. Your story is so beautiful. Thank you. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. I, I love how, the breadcrumbs kind of presented themselves and you (laughs) followed them back to your soul's purpose back to where you could hear that clear message of you know just for today this is what I'm doing and then the next and the next and the next and how it arrived you here so you can serve other people with your beautiful light I'm so, so glad. I'm so glad, um, because if you hadn't of done that, I don't know. Maybe we would have met. Maybe not. But we
1: did meet. <laughs> we did and I, you know, it's those breadcrumbs. I really love the way you say that because the breadcrumbs, you know, soul is dropping those breadcrumbs crumbs every day, um, and you and I were kind of orbiting each other. Uh, but then we we both experienced some shifts that cleared the way for us to actually see each other.
0: Yes, yes. So I know everyone knows we're friends and we go way back. And I'm sure everybody <laughs> loved to hear the story about how we met. Um, you know, I was going through a, a similar shift about the time that you were being introduced to sound and you were in your meditation teacher training as I was jumping into my my yoga 200 hour teacher training almost at that exact same time Mm -hmm. and we have we have a mutual friend if you would like to call it that I I would say he's probably more of a friend more than a friend to you (laughs) he's your husband (laughs) Introduced us, And I remember Tony saying, you know, and I was telling him, I was starting this, this teacher training. He's like, you have to meet the Susan. You <laughs> must meet, you must talk to the Susan. And I was like, okay, well, I know we'd met many times before, but I don't know if it would have been more than, you know, just casual conversation. But I remember us being at an event together and Tony bringing me over to you. And he's like, please talk. <laughs>
1: and and then goes on his way. (laughs) I remember this event. And the thing I remember, Jessica, um, is that we had met before, but at that event, when Tony reintroduced us and what we were doing, I remember doing a double take and saying, you're doing yoga? you're doing what we need to talk <laughs> yes. and then it, we we went from oh this is the wife of someone i work with and you stopped being oh this is my husband's coworker and you started being miss cross i don't know that people know that that's how i affectionately <laughs> refer to you but you started being miss cross and we started talking why did we? Did we? You know yes, it, we did. One of the things that was that struck me was we you and I were both living you know these these professional careers that we were working on building and building, but we were both feeling the call of something else. and I was feeling it through meditation and you were feeling it through yoga. And then we both heard the sounds. Mm. And we both found our way to our teacher, Everett.
0: Yes. I love this story because, and we're just going to have to tell him that we were talking about him at such (laughs) lengths, I'm not even sure if he realizes um, what a catalyst he's been in our lives. But I was introduced to sound in a yoga class. Uh, I was in a uh, a yin yoga class, very slow, long holds. And at the end of class, during this extended shavasana, the teacher brings out singing bowl. At the time, I mean, I've I've seen them on people's mantles, but I didn't. I'd never actually put the two and two—the beautiful sounds coming out of this, this amazing instrument— together until that moment. And that teacher was Everett. <laughs> of course, and unbeknownst to you and I, work on this kind of parallel path into coming into sound uh, through him and uh, you took his class and you introduced me to his practice Um, you're the first person to to put bowls on my back and (laughs) I had all kinds of stuff coming up like I remember I had some some shoulder thing come up and I think we were both like what just happened like
1: (laughs) when you feel that tension release. Yes. The bowls. Yes. I can remember that. <laughs> I remember because it was so early on when I was still learning and you were so gracious to to uh let me train on you. And I remember that shoulder and feeling <laughs> when you put the bowl and you play and the vibrations and the releasing.
0: It was, it's transformational. It really, really is. And I'm so glad that you were kind enough to include me in that process because it really sent me off into this whole other world where I was like, I feel this call, this almost pull from my heart, like a heartstring pulling me towards the sound and wanting to know more. And I'm like, tell me about your experience and just, I want to know everything, um, and I'm so glad that I'm so glad that I got to learn learn from you too. It's, it's oh. been wonderful.
1: It has been wonderful, and you know Everett, um, being our teacher, our mutual teacher. But you know, one of the things that really strikes me, Jessica, is that we have the same sound teacher. We've had the same training. Um, and, and sound shows up the same and different in our lives because yes. we, we are different beings and we, we move through the world in different ways and um, connect with uh, different and the same communities. Yes. But that it shows up in our lives for what we need and what we want to share with our communities.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really special because it sound can can fill the, the gap within yourself so you can serve that that portion of your community in in ways that the person in the seat next to you in this training, you know, may not resonate with them in the same way because they have their own purpose to fulfill right. with sound. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about it.
1: I remember. Um, about a year after my teacher training ended, my meditation teacher tr- uh, teacher was in town. And so I had picked her up at the airport. We were driving around and she said, or she asked, well, um, so how are you teaching meditation these days? And I said, you know, I'm not so much teaching it as much as I've integrated it into the way I sit with my psychotherapy clients um, or the way that I offer sound sessions or just the way I move through the world, but I'm not really teaching. And I thought she would be offended by this. And she was so joyful. And she said, I love that meditation is showing up the way that you need it. And you are reaching a whole group of people that I would never reach. Mm. And I the message feel message like carries on. It yeah. just, it carries on. And we, we, um, it carries on the way we move through the world and we all move through the world differently. You and I use sound differently and we're reaching groups of people who may never have been introduced to sound. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 I love that story. It, it, it does just show up in the way it's supposed to and the only you you're there's only one you um, <laughs> only one you and you can only speak your own message which resonates with people that as your teacher said may not have have been reached otherwise it's just it's such a beautiful part of it i love right. that yeah so you talked a little bit about your client work, and I know that your practice has, has shifted in, in, in different ways over the years. You've closed your psychotherapy practice, and you've really stepped into sound sessions and Reiki sessions. So take me a little bit through the flow of your sound and energy sessions. If I were to set up an appointment with you, what, what does it look like? How's that experience?
1: Oh, thanks for that question, Jessica. Um, So the way I do sound and energy sessions uh, now and the way I was doing them, uh, let's say January of 2020, these things look really different. (laughs) Um, But I'll talk a little bit about if we were to meet in person for a sound and energy session. Uh, we would have a chance to visit and uh, just talk a little bit about um, your intentions for the session. Um, If there's anything specific that you're working on, anything, any energy that you would like to shift. Uh, The bulk of a sound and energy session is laying on the treatment table and having the bowls placed on different parts of your body and playing the bowls. So playing the bowls is striking the bowls and allowing the sound to penetrate your whole system and allowing the vibrations to move through every cell of your body. And I have kind of a blueprint that I use, um, but with the Reiki and energy work that I've been trained to do, I start with that blueprint, but then I let your energy guide me and intuitively move to where this energy needs to be moved. So every time you come to see me, the bowls are going to go on different places of your body, because every time I see you, your energy is different. Mm -hmm. So um, in a session, there's a little bit of Reiki as I tune into your energy Um, that guides me in the placement of the bowls um, and really just take my time with this. And we just kind of savor the sounds and the vibrations of the bowls placed on you and around you. And, you know, just as you talked about with the shoulder, Jessica, that really is a signature of sound healing. Um, When I listen to the sound of the vibrations Um, And then I listen for the release. Mm. Um, And I love checking in after a session and I'll just ask, you know, when this was happening, what did you experience? And people talking about, you know, I was feeling this tension and then all of a sudden. um, And, you know, I talk with people during the sound session. Everybody has different experiences That when I'm playing the bowls, um, when I am tuning into the Reiki energy, um, you know, you might feel it as physical sensations. Uh, You might feel it as emotions, memories. Uh, You might see shapes and colors. And again, feeling releases throughout the body. Mm -hmm. Um, And then afterwards, allowing some quiet before we get up and start doing again. We stay in silence and allow the sounds and the vibrations to settle into every cell. And then we have some time for conversation. Um, Part of my sound and energy is um, receiving intuitive messages. And so we have time to share and have conversation about what was your experience? What was my experience? Um, because we've co-created an experience together and you have some of the information and I have some of it and when we share it uh, there's a whole other level of release there is another level of knowing and there's a deeper connection with your soul so this is what we do all of this has moved online I have to say before we had our pandemic i was already doing this online so um i didn't feel like i had to pivot too much when we switched um so everything now is virtual on zoom um in my mind's eye i'm still placing the bowls on different parts of your body as energy is guiding me Um, this is my third eye seeing And um, so even though we're not in the same room, um, I am visualizing the different places where the bowls are being placed on you. We're still connecting through the energy. We don't have to be in the same room to connect energetically or to connect intuitively with each other. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you one thing that the the shutdown did bring Jessica was things I hadn't thought about or I had shied away from. Um, and one of those was um, continuing to practice Reiki. And um, I started offering um, Reiki infused sound recordings. Mm. So, doing a distance Reiki session with somebody and playing the bowls during the Reiki session and recording that and so you have a personalized mp3 recording of your sound energy you're the only one who has it but you can use it for meditations you can use it to get focused you can use it to fall asleep and every time you listen you're having a different experience but it's your energy that's infused in this recording so sound just wants to keep showing up in so many ways. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm picking up the breadcrumbs. I'm opening the door. I'm, I'm accepting the RSVP um, invitation to find all the ways that sound wants to show up.
0: Oh, I love that. I love how you got that intuitive hit even before we were all virtual and all the things to start offering such a personalized sound energy offering like that, like that's just so special. I don't know about, and I could just not be aware of, I can't think of anybody else who's offering anything like that. Mm. That's so nice. That's so, so nice. So,
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for that. And, And thank you for, um, yeah, just, just witnessing my evolution over the years.
0: Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. I would love to see you just flourish. In the way mm-hmm. You have. <laughs> it's been fun to watch. <laughs> so if someone wanted to start using sound in their lives today, what would you recommend for them?
1: You know, that's part of my evolution because when I... Um, started using sound i thought i had to have so many sound instruments that i couldn't i couldn't start unless i had a full set of tibetan bowls i couldn't start unless i had a gong and this whole set of chimes, right um but i also discovered that's part of who i am like i have a hard time just just starting things i'll have to get it all just right so i'm working on letting go of that so relatable (laughs) Just start with where you're at. Start with what you have. Um, and I, I would encourage a listening and start with what you have. And maybe as a transition, you know, if you're, if you're coming home, especially now that we're beginning to open up and we're going out more, our central nervous system is getting activated um, in ways that we're not used to anymore and so and use any kind of sound you know if you don't have a sound bowl um, you can get a recording of a sound bowl or go on youtube um, or insight timer and listen to sound recordings like listen to jessica cross's sound recordings on Insight. Timer. <laughs> i
0: did not pay her to say that by the way <laughs>
1: But that's really, I would suggest start with where you're at right now um, and what you have at your fingertips right now. Um, And maybe think about, you know, using sound in meditation or uh, journaling or really just transitioning. I just finished a Zoom call and now I want to go and enjoy my children oh, let me listen to five minutes of a sound recording and allow my central nervous system to regulate once again and move from the doing of the work world to being with my family. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. There's so many tools that are so much more accessible than they even a few years ago Mm -hmm. were with with all of the online recordings, the apps like Insight Timer and Calm. And I mean, there's a whole list that you could just have in your pocket. Like it's so
1: easy these days. I remember looking for CDs. Back yes. Day, it's like, can I find a CD of a sound recording? Unfortunately, Everett had CDs, but that's what <laughs> we had back then. You right. know, we didn't right. have apps and so we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have you know, what's available. So that's my encouragement is start with what you have at your fingertips in this moment. You don't have to search for the perfect sound recording or the perfect sound tool. It's your intention is mm. is bringing your intention to that sound experience.
0: I love that. Yeah. You don't, you don't need a whole host of bowls and two gongs and a wind chime (laughs) like I'm you mentioned you like to collect things it makes you feel like you're you know I've got to have all my ducks in a row before I can have this experience I'm very much that way too but it doesn't it doesn't have to be that way and often it's not once you've collected everything and you don't know what to do with it
1: then what (laughs) and then what and then you realize um the a connection and the more i think you you know what i'm talking about jessica the more you play bowls, um, the more of your energy is in the bowl the more of the energy of the people around and so these bowls become infused and um there is a soul connection And I can think about, oh, this is what's happening in my life right now. What bowl should I play? And I know what bowl I need to play in order to shift that particular energy. And the more I work with individual people, I get that same sense of when they start talking about this is what's going on or even when they just show up and I can feel the energy in the room. Oh, the bowls start singing. They start (laughs) saying, this is who wants it. And sometimes I'm surprised. I thought, oh, I was going to play this one, but I never lifted that one off the mat. I stuck with these.
0: Hmm. So Hmm. That's
1: the other thing of, well, you get connected. So you travel with your bowls and anybody who works with, with bowls knows they travel. So I always travel with a minimum of three bowls. Um, I used to travel with the whole set, but now <laughs> i like to have at least three. Um, but I'm known to, if I'm going on a hike, Jessica, I throw one in my backpack. Um, there's a stream. Oh, let me sit by the stream and I can meditate and play the ball. Isn't that powerful? I was in Sedona one time and we were hiking. Uh, in one of the vortex Um, Mm. and I had three bowls in my backpack and when we got to the top it was crowded but I pulled out my three bowls and I just played my three bowls and I wasn't paying attention but when I finished and I looked up I noticed that people had turned in my direction and I just smiled, okay. But then a couple people came up and thanked me for playing. And a couple people had tears and, and had their palms at their heart center and expressing gratitude for playing and giving them this unexpected experience. Hmm. And I thought, well, that was all the bowls. (laughs) And I do a deep bow to the bowls. But um, again, the power of the bowls, and you never know these opportunities to play, to shift the energy, to bring energy to you, to shift energy for other people. Um, Yeah, so the people who know me know, it's not unusual for me to just pull out a bowl from some bag I'm carrying and start playing. (laughs)
0: There's nothing like being the crazy bowl lady, right? Like it's the best (laughs) that I did, but to really, to be serious. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you would have been concerned about what people thought about you by bringing your bowls anywhere and then up to the top of the vortex, there might have been a missed opportunity that someone needed to have space held for them with the bowls in that moment which you could not have known in any way what that would have been for, but you showed up for it. Mm-hmm. You got the call, you showed up.
1: That's that's the thing, the showing up and the call that happens on that intuitive level. Mm-hmm. Um, and sound, having sound really has opened that, that intuitive door. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas maybe before I would have said, I'm not going to bring my bowl. I don't want people looking at me. Yeah. But now it's, oh, I need to bring my bowls. It's almost as if that energy reaches me. And whoever needs the bowl, you know, has sent that energy out and it reaches me. Yeah. Um, I think you know what I'm talking about when that happens. You know, just what bowl to reach for, when to bring the bowl.
0: Yes. And I'm sure you get this question. I I often am asked, you know, how do you know what to play and when to play it? (laughs) And I always kind of giggle because I don't have a good answer for it other than, well, it depends. And it's kind of an intuitive practice. It's, uh, you know, I have a framework or I have an idea of where I might want to start and where Mm -hmm. I want to end, but if, if I'm in control, the full experience doesn't get to happen. Right. You have to open palm, allow whatever spirit universe, whatever you want to call it to be a part of it, because that's it really, that's what it is. It's a conduit. We're, we're, we're just a vehicle. The
1: bowls are just a vehicle. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's bowls, it's source, it's energy. Um, I just happened to to answer the door when it came knocking and uh, I just happened to be the person striking the bowls Um, but it is this energy that runs through me runs through you runs through the bowls runs through everybody who's in the room I like to When we do sound baths and we're in with a group of people, you know, talking about my appreciation that everybody showed up today because it's everybody's energy in this room that's going to create the sound experience.
0: Yeah, that's so true. It's so true. I love that. so much fun with the (laughs) bulls
1: we could go on for days
0: i think we could (laughs) okay so we've kind of talked about where we came from and all of the bulls and meditation and obviously yoga too all this whole thing that has become our lives and we've kind of had this parallel track as we've been going along on this journey, and then we found ourselves kind of meeting and realizing that there's something that we wanted to bring into the world. And
1: huh.
0: for me, when I was feeling this, I think you were feeling it too. It was it was almost like like you said a knock at the door, like it's someone's ringing the doorbell and it said, "Hey, come on in." Like this is your path. So i want to talk about the sound academy and mm-hmm. i smile because i say it because it's one of my favorite things that me <laughs> <too>. <laughs> uh, i yes.
1: kind of giggle every time <laughs> i giggle and i think about i can't remember us meeting for tea and talking about collaborating with each other but what did that look like because yeah, we were on parallel paths, but where did they meet? And of course it was sound, but what did a collaboration? What would that look like for us? And I remember we just put it out there. We just we put it out there and decided, well, let's let's see what that looks like. Um, and I think we both started feeling the call of creating experiences for other people to bring sound into their lives, into their homes, into the way they work. Um, But we just started talking about how can we create opportunities for others to have experiences that we've had with sound, and to go out into their community. You know, like my meditation teacher said, you know, reaching a whole community that you and I alone would never reach. Mm-hmm. So the seeds were planted. What does this begin to look like?
0: Oh, yes. I, and I remember after that tea, I think we both took some time <laughs> to allow those seeds to germinate and, and see where it, where it bloomed and, and came into fruition and that that's been the Sound Academy. That's been our our, our co-led adventure into sharing all things sounds with our community. Mm-hmm. And wow, it has been so much fun, even more mm-hmm. than I could experience or could have even guessed.
1: Yeah, I could not have imagined um, all that the Sound Academy would blossom into. Yeah.
0: yeah and we've of course as everyone has had to kind of reframe the way they offer things onto into from in person to online and we'll go back to in person or hybrid at some point too it's almost a you know expansion and contraction over and over again i think yep. um we've got we've got you know several different offerings but one of the things i might be most excited about <laughs> is embodying your home sound practice which we have coming up in June oh my gosh this is like our latest and greatest we've taken all the learnings from our past offerings and we're delivering something new into the world I'm so excited about it
1: I am so excited you know and I was thinking about um about pivoting And I remember last year we had an in-person weekend um, sound certification class coming up and nobody was meeting. And it really forced us, I know it really stretched me to think about, can I teach online? Can I teach on Zoom? Can I build a course? And you and I put our heads together And we thought, well, we can, but what we let go of in that moment was, well, the certification program really deserves to be in person. Um, But what else is there? And so beginning to think about, huh, I don't know when we would have thought about, oh, what about home? How can we offer opportunities for people to use sound in their home in their daily life maybe we would have gotten there (laughs) but this pivot made us realize I want to keep offering sound training opportunities and if we can't do the full certification program right now what opportunities can we offer So embody your home practice is one of those.
0: I love it. And you, you put it such a, put it so perfectly. I, I think that we, maybe we we would have gotten there as you said, but I almost think this is, this is better because once you've embodied something in your own practice, then only can you share from a true place. So once right. it becomes part of your daily life, it's it's second nature for you to share it with others. If that's something that you even want. I think, you know, before if it was something that you weren't interested in, you know, offering one-on-one or group practice, you would probably end up going through a practitioner course that you would take things from and and which is great. But now we actually have something for you just for you, so you can add it into your practice, your personal practice, and it also, too, it goes both ways. If there are things that you want to share with your family, with others, integrate it into your your daily life, your other offerings, it's there, too, but I just, that's what I love so much about embodying your home sound practice because it's it's something that's just for you at home
1: whenever you want to access it. Oh, well said. <laughs> I, yes, it is just for you in this moment. Um, and, you know, we came from let's teach people to um, to hold space for others. You know, that's that's what we were doing. We were used to holding space for others. Let's teach others. Oh, yeah, this starts with you. You know, (laughs) we had to learn to hold space for ourselves before we can hold space for others. And so, yeah, I like embodying your home um, sound practice and then expanding that. If you want to expand that into integrating sound into other parts of your life, um, there's that opportunity as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. I I think it's so natural as women, as practitioners, to think of others before ourselves. Like, I want to share this with other people, but we can only pour from a full cup. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about this program is it's really about how can you take care of yourself in small and big ways, but small ways consistently that can allow you to show up for others because we all have that heart where we want to, we want to show up and
1: impact each other's lives. And and it's, it's self care and self care is not being is not selfish because when you care for yourself, you're actually caring for those in your life. Um, Because when we are drained, I know when I'm drained and I'm not practicing self care my family's not getting the best of me. Um, So when I take care of myself, I'm actually taking care of those that I love and those in my community. So this home practice, um, that's where this its born of taking care of yourself. Um, And so I'm really excited about offering rituals that are accessible. You only need one bowl to to practice these rituals or self-care every day.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you don't need the full the full sack of bowls <laughs> to get it done. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, I can't wait to offer it. We're we're launching this on June 7th. Um, and this is 2021 if you're listening to us in current time uh, and yeah we'll we'll have lots of links and things to share um, as we're getting closer um, that's just one of my favorite things and I'm so glad that we get to have that experience together I love working with you.
1: I, I am with you Jessica sound is one of my favorite things the sound academy um, and co-creating this with you um, and moving through this together and having you as a partner um, in the Sound Academy, as a partner, and all the gifts that you bring. Um, it just, my heart just swells whenever we're together. Well, even when we're just talking, but when we're together as the Sound Academy and I see what we started talking about over a cup of tea is actually blossoming. Oh, my heart just feels so good. Me too. So thank you for being on this journey with me.
0: Likewise. Thanks for following the same breadcrumb trail (laughs) down that path. It's been a lot of fun. We have a lot of people who are listening and they are maybe they're side hustling, or maybe they're wanting to start a side hustle, or perhaps they're wanting to move into their own business. And I know you've been working for yourself for most of your career. Hmm. And so I wanted to ask, there is, (laughs) (laughs) there is one thing, and if you have a couple, that's okay too. But if there's one thing that you could tell yourself way back when, when you were getting started, either in your psychotherapy practice or in your meditation teacher training or any iteration of you, could you go back and tell yourself one thing that would save you a bunch of time or a bunch of sleepless nights? <laughs> Anything that you'd, you'd like to tell that person, and maybe I could help somebody who's listening?
1: Oh, there's probably a list, but. I think the one that really comes to mind, Jessica, is um, the anxiety of trying to figure out what people want and then trying to figure out, okay, if I can figure out what people, I don't know who the people are, but if I can figure out what they want and package it up, then I'll have a full practice. I'll have a full psychotherapy practice. I'll have a full sound practice. Um, And that creates a lot of anxiety trying to figure out what is it? What's the perfect thing? I would go back and whisper in my ear. What I try and remind myself daily is show up as yourself bring all of your gifts to the room and the people who are longing for this, the people who are desiring this, those are the people who will show up and those are the people that you really want to collaborate and co-create space with. I spent too much time trying to figure out what's the right way to be a psychotherapist or a sound person or a meditation teacher well, really, what's the right way for me? Um, Why don't I just step into that skin and let those people show up with me and we can create the experiences together? Because really, in the past, trying to figure out who it is, what do you want? Let me do that thing. And then afterwards, I would worry, did I do it right? Did I show up the way they wanted me to show up? And now if I show up as my full self with the gifts that, that have been gifted to me, I don't have that anxiety because I know I showed up and somewhere in there uh, was exactly what was needed in that moment. So it's kind of esoteric and out there, but it's the really, we all have our own gifts and the world is longing for our gifts to show up. And when I show up as my real self, then uh, those people who get me, who understand me, who understand sound and energy, even if they don't understand it on a conscious level, those are the people that show up on my path. Um, And that feels really good. When I show up, they show up.
0: Oh, that's such good advice. That is such good advice. We often spin, and I, I, I can totally relate, just spinning your wheels, thinking about what other people want. But what other people want is for you to be yourself so you can shine your light and they can see it. It's almost like a lighthouse. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just bringing the boats home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that, that visual of the lighthouse um, and it's a practice every day. It, it, it is a practice and um, I'm okay with that, that realization that this is an everyday practice. Um, it's not okay. Take this course and you're done. It, I feel like all of the training that you and I have done Um have been just tools along the way and we practice every day showing up
0: Mm. yeah i couldn't agree more that's very well said Mm -hmm. well tell us where we can find you and all the other cool things that you have coming up
1: (laughs) (laughs) well let's see if you want to delve a little deeper into um the way I move through the world and sound and energy. You can find my landing page at sacredsoundsatx.com um, for little tidbits um, throughout the day. You can find me on Instagram at sacredsoundsatx with a dot in between each word, um, and um, any either one of those platforms, feel free to send me an email, start a conversation with me. Um, I love to hear what's going on in the world. I love to connect with other people. Um, Yeah, That's, that's where you can find me.
0: Perfect. Well, I know you have a lot of wonderful things coming up. So definitely folks go over and check out Susan. She's super sweet. She has lots of awesome content out there too. If you just need a little sound break in the middle of the day, you can check her out on our Instagram and then definitely look for the sound Academy and our latest offerings and body sound is coming up on June 7th. And we're going to open the doors very soon. So check back. Thanks again for your time today. It was such a pleasure. Um, I love,
1: I love you. I love spending uh, time with you.
0: <laughs> I love you
1: too, Miss Cross. And Thank you for creating the space um, to talk about sound, about intuition, um, about the way we move through the world. I am so looking forward to um, all the guests and all of the wonderfulness that you're gonna bring on your podcast.
0: Thank you so much, means a ton. I just love that episode with Susan. She and I are such good friends, and it was super fun uh, to just kind of chat through all the things (laughs) and how we became friends and and really formed the Sound Academy. It's just been an amazing experience, and I'm so glad to share that with you. I wanted to let you know that we have a masterclass coming up on May 19th, uh, which would be tomorrow. Uh, It'll be 7 p.m. uh, CT, where we'll be talking about sound and transitions, and weaving sound into your life as a, as a personal practice. It's something that's near and dear to our hearts and it's a free masterclass. We would love to have you. So I will drop a link in the show notes if you'd like to join us and thank you so much for listening today. It was so awesome being here with you. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to third eye on the prize. Got an idea or something to share with Jessica, DM her on Instagram at at jessicacross.co and let her know what's on your mind. We're so grateful for your support, especially as a small woman-led business. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.